Abuse of Older Australians, Recognition and Response Elder abuse is a single or repeated act, or lack of appropriate action, occurring within any relationship where there is an expectation of trust, which causes harm or distress to an older person. This type of violence constitutes a violation of human rights and includes physical, sexual, psychological, and emotional abuse, financial and material abuse, abandonment, neglect, and serious loss of dignity and respect. World Health Organization, 2021 A 2018 survey conducted for the Royal Commission into Aged Care Quality and Safety estimated 39.2% of Australian aged care residents experience physical abuse, emotional abuse, and or neglect one. Global reports evidence that the number of individuals over 60 experiencing elder abuse in community and institutional settings has dramatically increased during the COVID-19 pandemic 1, 2, 3. Australia's 65-plus population is steadily growing and COVID-19 remains firmly afoot. This reality astutely reminds health professionals and organisations of their role in recognising and responding to evidence of elder abuse. The Attorney-General's 2019-2023 National Plan to respond to the abuse of older Australians, elder abuse, four, involves all states and territories undertaking relevant research, bolstering services, developing policies, and engaging in law reform. In 2020, legislation was passed in Canberra to criminalise abuse of older or vulnerable persons. New laws apply to individuals and institutions. It is an offence to perpetrate abuse. It is an offence for institutional authorities to inadequately respond to known abuse risks. 5. The health professional's role involves comprehensively evaluating a person's social, emotional, psychological and physiological health. Scanning for human rights violations is a feature of all health assessments. The number of individuals over 60 experiencing elder abuse in community and institutional settings has dramatically increased during the COVID-19 pandemic. As registered health professionals, paramedics who work for ambulance services hold the privileged position of serving as identifiers of institutional or community elder abuse. Identifying physical, sexual, psychological, emotional, financial abuse and neglect leans heavily on routinely scanning for their risk factors. Shared living situations, social isolation, physical ailment, caring for adult children, loss of friends or family are but a sample of these risk factors. Institutionally, elder abuse risk factors include overworking and poorly training staff, as well as engendering policies that are driven by the interests of an institution, rather than its residents. 3. Adequately responding to elder abuse is facilitated when workplace policies and systems are driven by patient safety indicators. Whilst paramedics have made their long-awaited transition to registration and with this, embrace their legislated requisites, as health professionals, ambulance services remain structured in a manner befitting their bygone era, as a transport service. This reality can create hurdles for the registered paramedics' attempt to respond to elder abuse recognition. By taking steps to align workplace systems with health professional requisites, paramedics will be better placed to meaningfully respond to elder abuse as conducts to victim-specific care and resources. 
Physical abuse is an act that causes physical pain or injury to an older person. It can include, but is not limited to, actions such as hitting, pushing or kicking. Inappropriate use of drugs or physical restraints is also an example of physical abuse. Sexual abuse is any sexual behavior without a person's consent. It includes sexual interactions and non-contact acts of a sexual nature. Psychological or emotional abuse is an act that causes emotional pain or injury to an older person. It can include insulting or threatening a person, acts of humiliation or disrespect, and controlling behaviors including confining or isolating a person. Financial abuse is the misuse or theft of an older person's money or assets. It can include, but is not limited to, behaviors such as using finances without permission, using a legal document such as an enduring power of attorney for purposes outside what it was originally signed for, withholding care for financial gain, or selling or transferring property against a person's wishes. Neglect is the failure to meet a person's basic needs such as food, housing and essential medical care. From the National Plan to Respond to the Abuse of Older Australians, Elder Abuse, 2019 to 2023. 1800 ELDER HELP 1800353374 is the National Elder Abuse Phone Line calling 1800353374 for redirects callers seeking elder abuse advice to their state or territory services. Australian Human Rights Commission, 2021. References Australian Institute of Health and Welfare, AIHW, 2020. Health of Older People. www.ahor.gov.au Commission into Aged Care and Quality Safety. Experimental Estimates of the Prevalence of Elder Abuse in Australian Aged Care Facilities. agedcare.royalcommission.gov.au Health Organisation, 2021. Elder Abuse. www.who.interveternisgeneral, 2019. EAAA.org.AUL, 2020. Australian First Elder Abuse Law Passed in ACT. www.agedcaraguide.com.au. This article was first published in the Australian Emergency Services Magazine, Volume 25, Issue 4, 2021.